Hello beautiful and welcome to part one of this two-part series that tackles the big question of how can I manifest the life of my dreams through meditation. In this episode, Peter Putzer, marketing specialist and dear friend of mine who lives in Italy, we get into deep into conversation about the quantum field and how it is that we can tap into meditation to manifest the life of our dreams. So rather than be trapped in the doingness and exhaust ourselves and make ourselves tired to achieve our dreams, there is a much more efficient and effective way to get what we want in life. Whether that's a yellow Aston Martin, that's a very fancy car, or to travel the world. So listen up, this is for you, how to get the life of your dreams through meditation. Enjoy. talk today a little bit about meditation and what it is and a few questions that you have you've been reading as well um this amazing book becoming super thank you becoming supernatural by dr joe dispenza and uh some ideas came came through with your questions and so yeah mm -hmm. i would love to have this conversation with you what do you want to know perfect perfect so we're actually I've read uh, Becoming Supernatural was my first book I read on meditation, which was kind of a mistake because it's probably already too advanced. So now I'm rereading the Joe Dispenza's previous books, which are much easier to understand. She's currently reading Becoming Supernatural, and I'm going to read it again, I think, in one or two weeks. So super excited about that. We also were practicing for us it's like we watched the be extraordinary quest with vision lakiani and especially we we tried the healing meditation mm -hmm. so we've been doing it for maybe yeah around 60 days probably because we we both have some minor skin issues so we tried it there at first and so now we especially during quarantine we did it like three times a day but now it's kind of uh, two times for me as uh, do you do it <laughs> one once or twice but it's it's working well and we we've seen results already so now we're getting into it much more and one of my major questions about so the one thing that you you can probably help me the most is kind of I completely understand the whole thing about how the genetics are changing based on your thoughts and all that But, however, I cannot relate it yet to the whole quantum field discussion. So I can see the meditation being good for myself, but I cannot see it like how can I use it to influence and draw things to me. So that's kind of my major mystery that I'm having right now. Maybe it would be resolved reading Jody Spencer again, but now having you as an expert here, so... I'm glad if you whoa, can whoa, whoa. share Let's some insights right about there. that. There is just practicing. <laughs> no one, I'm not saying I'm an expert, you know. It's just, I would say, what makes an expert an expert is it's just like repeated ongoing practice. Like never settling for thinking that you know it all. So but I want to first and foremost clarify that I really don't think I know it all. Not Not in the least. I am just a curious human being and I love to challenge myself to how can I be better how can I um, live a rich and full life where I experience freedom and connection right so this is my my utmost goal let's say if I have a goal in life is to just share be authentic and live in peace and in freedom 
So I have found that in what it's 10 years now, I'm celebrating 10 years or well, 20 years since I picked up my first personal like development book. I was 16 years old, actually 21 years. I'm 37 years old now. And I just was curious, like, what is there to this life? What are we here to do? What do we need to learn? You know, and so that's 21 years now. And it's been 10 years since yoga and meditation has come to my life. So meditation has been a vehicle and a tool for me for, for growth and for healing. And when you talk about the quantum fields, like some people might be like, what, what is this? Like we are so conditioned in what Joe Dispenza in his book talks about the 3D, like the, the three dimensional reality that we experience, which is very linear. We think in terms of past, present and future. So that's linear. Thinking we need to become someone, we need to achieve something. We need to be the CEO of the company in three years or five years or I need to buy a house. I need to be a mother. So it's always about becoming someone or having something, some tangible object in a given amount of time. And this is what he says is trapped in the, the, the opposite of the quantum field, which is our 3D reality. And this is based on the particle, on focusing our attention and awareness on a particle, on an atom, on an object. Instead, he says, he proposes a paradigm shift where, and this is where he introduces the quantum field, which is instead of focusing on a given set particle, you focus on the wave, which is the space in between that, because we know we are energy. Everything is composed of energy. And as such, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It just is transmuted ongoingly. It just transforms. So he says in your meditation, instead of wanting to become someone or gain something what you want is to become nobody no like nobody literally be, forget your body in meditation forget time so there is no time there is no body there is no no desire there is just emptiness and space and therefore you access the field of the wave which is the quantum field and in doing so all the possibilities open up for you so instead of you thinking, oh, this is my dream life, I want X, instead you focus on what experience you want to have, like how do you want to be rather than what is going to represent that for you. So how do you want to okay. be? And then you focus on that experience of who you want to be. And that's what you take into your meditation as an intention. And then you release and you let go of the ego because it's the ego, it's the mind, the ego works through the mind that becomes attached to a thing or an object or a person or something specific, which is attaching to the atom, right? To the particle. Mm -hmm. So we want to detach from that to surrender the ego. And that's how we, how we access the quantum field through meditation. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. Yeah. So my example that I made with the yellow car that I sent you. So in this way, I should not think about the yellow car. I should actually think about how the yellow car makes me feel. And yes, whether so that's your, a red car or whatever. So your uh, question was, okay, I don't understand how if I sit and I just think I want a yellow car, how is the universe going to know that I want a yellow car, right? That was your question. Exactly. How, is, yeah. how am I going to make that happen? So first of all, I would like to ask you, like, what is it that you feel that it's the yellow car that will resolve your problems? 
right? Again, so this that's is my the first question that I have to ask them. Yeah. So the question is like, what is it in this object or this situation or this person or this place or this job title or this money or whatever it is, right? For you, that I feel like once I get there, then I will be. Like if I a then b usually we think in this term which is this is very limited thinking according yeah. to joe dispenza and many other gurus out there teachers uh because you are only thinking in terms of your own capacity to perceive based on previous outcomes based on your past so if in your past you have seen your you know a friend of yours succeed because of this and that and apparently he looks like he has a great life and not you think oh This equals that. That mm -hmm. equals success. So therefore, I want a yellow car because my friend, who is a CEO, who has a big, you know, big bank account and a great wife and great children, has a yellow car. Therefore, I want a yellow car. But in reality, okay. what would service us even more is to ask, what is the experience I want to have with this? So you want to have a car? Why? Because you want to feel like you have money to buy that car. Why? So you you go deeper and deeper. Right. So I'll ask you right now, let's just play a game because we can. So let's take an example of the yellow car. So why do you want a yellow car? Well, this, the yellow car. And you froze. I was maybe two or three years ago where, can you hear me? Yes. Now you came back. Okay. You were frozen. Yeah. So wait, um, don't go into the story of it. No, we're not going into the story of it. Yeah. I just want you to answer I want a yellow car because I want to feel. Mm, what do you want to feel or what do you want to achieve? What okay. is the feeling, the experience okay. you want to have? I want to feel the experience of a super fast accelerating car that pushes me into my seat. Okay, so you want the experience of fast and going fast. And why do you want yeah. that experience? What's deeper than that experience? Because I think it makes me feel kind of... Not, I don't want to say invincible, but it makes you feel like, uh, let's let's call it, it makes you feel like a superhero. So power, perhaps. Yeah. So you I want so, yeah. you want a yellow car to feel the adrenaline, the the movement, the momentum that pushes you back yeah. into your car seat, the so that you, yeah. yeah, the strength, so the power, right? And why do you want to feel that power? Maybe because uh, for myself, it's the kind of we had this discussion yesterday that I'm probably focused too much on masculine in energy sometimes. So it's kind of a, a feeling of strength that motivates me. Mm -hmm. And when you push on the gas, it's kind of uh, getting you going. Mm -hmm. So it's probably something because feeling of power and being motivated. Okay, so you want power okay, and motivation. Kind of okay, so yeah. now we go on to level. So, so now we are going to go a little deeper. So the statement is, I want to, I want power. I want to feel power. How can you go about it? What can you do to feel power? With like, don't overthink it. Just whatever comes to your mind. We're playing a game. Empower others. Okay. So maybe contribution or a sense yeah. of, of significance. Appreciate others. Right. Yeah. So you see how it starts to morph. So initially you want a yellow car, but already we are at, Like we want to be appreciated by others, you know, mm -hmm. like it already is morphing. Okay. So you want appreciation. Wonderful. So now the new statement is, I want to feel appreciated. How can you go about this? What, what can you do to feel appreciated? 
for me mostly it's kind of to feel appreciated is doing something that serves others mm -hmm. so being selfless giving yeah okay so you want to feel appreciated therefore how you could do this is by doing selfless acts right yeah or and by doing selfless acts others yeah. yes and by feeling selfless acts or by doing selfless acts you would feel that you are uh giving back to the community yeah and that makes me feel appreciated by the community yes so yeah. it makes you feel as well like you are worthy like you are valuable right mm -hmm. like you yeah. have something to offer so your new statement you see we're going lower i want to feel valuable right i want to feel like i have value what can you do to so you see the game here. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the deeper you go, the deeper you go, you understand that one thing is the symbol, like I want a house. But do you really want a house? You know, what you want, perhaps when you go down layer by layer and you peel that onion is you just want to feel safe or you want security, to feel a yeah. security or a part of, you know, like for me, I, I remember doing this exercise and it started with, I want to travel the world. You know, how many of us, like, you know, if we were to show of hands, like everyone just like, you know, <laughs> we want to travel the world, but what really do I want? Well, I want adventure in my life. And how can I go about this? Well, I just buy a ticket. I need to save money. You know, so if you try to think of a strategy, it's like, oh, I would have to save money. And then I buy my ticket and I travel the world. But what do I want? I want adventure. So my next statement, I want adventure. How can I go about this? Well, I can also just try different things every day. Like instead of going to that restaurant, I go to that one because, oh, it's an adventure. Let's go and discover. So, and then I want discovery. I want newness, freshness in my life. Mm -hmm. And then I go okay. deeper. So it continues to transform until you understand that one thing is a symbol and the other one is an experience, right? So the point of this, why I'm telling you this is because when I did the whole exercise all the way down, what came down to is... I want to feel like I am enough because I want to feel that I am enough because I am capable to take care of myself, to make enough money, to have the time to be able to afford my ticket to travel the world. So you see, it's like eight layers, eight, eight layers. And at the end, because I want to feel enough, what came down to is like, how can I achieve this? It's just sitting and acknowledging that I already am enough. Okay. So something so you, that you in, moved the whole way around. Mm -hmm. Something that initially started like I need to do something in order to feel a way. It ended up in I can already realize that I am that. I have it in me. And therefore, I create from a place of beingness rather than coming to it from a place of scarcity. Like I want something outside of me. Mm -hmm. And I need to do something to reach that point outside of me. This is why, as you were mentioning, the masculine and feminine, men are very goal-oriented. It's always like the more you do. And there is this fallacy, this illusion that if you burn yourself out, if you know this hashtag hustle, that you're going yeah. to achieve more or you eventually you will hit something that is going to open the magic door. And then you're going to mm -hmm. be so successful and you're going to have your yellow Corvette. You know, but in reality... Do you have some advice on how to get more feminine energy? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you are doing so. It's getting in touch with your emotions. You mm -hmm. know, in the masculine, everything that governs the masculine realm is activity. It is doing. In yoga, it is hatha. Hatha. 
So ha is the sun and ta is the moon. So the sun is fire, is energy, is happening, right? However, you will burn out. You know how many CEOs we know, how many people who live in constant stress, and it's not just men. Look at women, because the things have changed. You know, ever since feminine empowerment, women are like we also can, and it's amazing. I mean, I feel like I'm a very empowered woman, but it took as well understanding for me that I can relax and I can learn to receive. So there, when. The feminine gets integrated either in a man or a woman, even more so in the woman. Then the then it's more balanced, and because it's more balanced, you also don't feel like you need to constantly be proving yourself or others that because you are doing, you will achieve. But rather know that you just have your. It's like waves. You have your seasons. There are moments, you know, in the king system, we talk about like yeah. going through, you know, through visualizing and then strategizing and then actually putting the things in action and then resting so that resting is that beautiful yin or that ta energy ha ta yeah. the same as yin and yang that yin energy which is just openness and allowing allowing for all the expressions to come you know men are so taught since and i, I do a lot of work uh with tantra especially with men because men want to feel connected you know in sexuality and intimacy but they're so scared of expressing through words or even showing emotions so this is a really big blockage to intimacy yeah. because you know it's to 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 always have to put that much energy to hold yourself and hold your image of how you want to portray yourself in life to yourself or to others takes a lot of energy and if you start to give yourself permission so to answer your question in a nutshell how can i integrate my feminine give yourself permission as a man give okay. yourself permission to sit on a bench to eat an ice cream and feel taste your ice cream look at the people around you get out of the thought mind get out of the thought patterns that are always telling you like more 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 you're not enough you're not enough do more and rather know like this is enough you know that's funny because when we made the strength and weakness exercise you know with with manuel uh, she actually said that she sometimes has the feeling that i can probably not express my feelings all the show time emotion. show emotions because a few days earlier my brother announced that he was becoming a father in October and obviously I was happy but uh, obviously she, she sensed that I wasn't going all out because of it so and now you're saying it again um, it's probably something I, I have to focus more on because as we had this discussion yesterday I also thought I need to get more into the feminine part depending you know on what? the life cycle right in and I invite you as well. and I invite you to even become aware of the language you are using because right now you says it's something i have to look into and it's something i need to do so this yeah. is even right there in your language you notice how masculine right now you are instead mm -hmm. i i invite you to consider saying i choose to or i feel a calling to when you feel a calling is like if there's something there and let's explore the the mindset when you have a calling or when you feel invited to is of curiosity not of achieving something concrete now i feel feminine now i am integrated yay done yeah, check mark yeah. like that would be a masculine mm -hmm. approach and that's just again yeah. it's going around chasing the same thing 
So instead, the invitation, if you want to get more in touch with your feminine, is get in touch with your body. Move, dance. Because the moment you your mind takes over, that's the masculine. That's the ego. But the feelings, that's the realm of the feminine. Now, there are women who live in the feminine and they're always crying and they're always this and that. And they need to level up their masculine, right? They need to be able to, to move mm -hmm. and control and integrate those emotions. So awareness is the golden key to shifting your mm -hmm. life. It's simply becoming yeah. aware of your language, the words you are choosing, you know, to express yourself. I have to, I, I need to. No, I choose to. I am intrigued by, I am curious about. Then you allow, do you see how soft it is? Yeah. You allow possibility to happen without censoring. I did it right and I did it wrong. You know, mm -hmm. and in, and this is this is challenging. Now, yeah, just thinking about like when I sometimes think, oh, I have to read twenty pages today because otherwise I haven't spent spend enough time developing myself. And I have to do this. I have to do that. And yeah, she knows. It's very, it's very interesting <laughs> because it's like you go, you know, like I I'm from Bolivia, and I've. I've traveled the world, like I've lived abroad for eight years now. And I'm looking at going back home now. And you know what? At first I was scared and now I'm really excited because I feel like I'm kind of doing a whole return home. Like mm -hmm. it's, I had to leave home thinking I needed to find something else out there, you know? And of course I have experienced many things and it, I've had a lot of, um, epiphanies and moments that I've like wow and have opened me up to new realities in myself but the truth is that the truth is always within you it's a matter of going inside and actually silencing the mind which you cannot not think you know but you can redirect the mind and then point it to one single focus like your breath like mantras like there are many styles and types of meditations and when you are able to disconnect, like this is what you were mentioning with running, and we will get to that question in a little while, but when you are able to be in a state of flow and allow your, your sympathetic nervous system, which is the one that regulates your, your fight or flight or freeze mode, this is where you, you are creating a lot of hormones, like Joe Dispenza says, you are triggering through your emotions through a thought, you trigger the emotion, which triggers then the, the body reaction like hormones, like uh, adrenaline and cortisol and all these chemicals, chemical reactions that prepare you to like fight a tiger or like jump on a bush because you're going to not survive. You know, you are at a threat of death. So when you shift that and you're able to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is what happens through meditation, then you set when, when one goes, it's like a seesaw. When one goes down, the other one goes up. When one goes up, the other one goes down. So you, you know, you want to regulate that so that you're able to not burn yourself out. So the parasympathetic nervous system then allows you to rest and restore. And this is what happens through meditation. And then you start to feel like, I, I, I am good. I don't need to overdo. I am fine. I have what I need. You know, you rest enough. And then your skin as well. You're talking about skin issues. One of my favorite authors is she passed away some years ago. Her name is Louise Hay. And Louise Hay ah, is that's, the author. That's also your role model you mentioned, right? In, oh, in absolutely. She is. What a woman. Her life is such a, 
you know, it's such an inspiration to me because she went through a lot of pain, a lot of pain, sexual abuse. She had cancer and she healed herself. And she is the author of many books, but among among many, uh, my favorite is You Can Heal Your Life. And she talks about how everything is created through the mind and how everything, whatever emotions we don't purge and we don't move through the body because it's habitual most of the times, you know, when feel, imagine when you, you go to visit your family and if you're not in a good relationship with them, they trigger you. And there's that ongoing resentment, like, oh, there's my father saying that thing again, or there's my mom playing the victim card again. Imagine years of that without you being able to express, well, if I'm reading your story, I'm so sorry, I'm a witch. But if you're unable to express and put that, that into, hey, look, this is, this is a boundary that I now have, you know what I'm saying so this then becomes hardened and solidified in your body because thoughts become emotions which becomes triggers which take place in your body so that's why you need to ongoingly be moving you need to move your body you need to use your breath we have all these tools in order to heal ourselves you know have you read the little prince me no no she's like me yes but (laughs) so you know there is a chapter in the little prince where he talks about in his planet he has to tend to the baobabs he says they are these trees these seeds that if you don't cut them every day they grow into humongous things that can actually take over your planet and this is exactly what he's referring to with our thoughts you know something can start like just a little inkling of a thought and if you don't notice it and catch it with your awareness that might trigger another thought which triggers another thought Mm -hmm. and next thing you know you're like i hate the world and why is everyone against me and it started from something really small so so awareness is the key the the key to freedom is you are always watching everything that's going on in your life your thoughts your feelings your decisions why did i choose that why did i say that why did i act that way why am I being triggered? You know, oftentimes people do things. You cannot control anyone else, but you can control your reaction to that. And if you're always looking externally, then you are you are robbed. You are robbing yourself of the opportunity to ask yourself, why is it that this is affecting me so deeply? What is there? What truth is here being presented that I don't want to look at in myself? You know. So that's the end of part one of this episode. I invite you to listen to part two in which we go deeper into the ugly truth about yoga and meditation and what teachers never tell you. So this is the second part. And again, Peter, my dear friend, marketing specialist, and I have a discussion on the inner child and how to tap into that. So make sure that you follow up and that you listen to the second portion of this very juicy episode. Love you all and send in your comments. I love hearing from you.